Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, a basketball-themed board game only available at hoopsters.store. I like playing board games because it gives me a chance to connect with my kids or my friends, and for me, the best games are a lot of fun, but they're easy to learn, right? I don't like checking the rules on the inside of the box to lay every other move. Great games require some strategy, but also a little bit of luck, and they don't take forever to complete a game. I'm not a fan of those five-hour Monopoly sessions. So I can tell you firsthand that Hoopsters is all of these things. You can play a quick game in 15 minutes or longer one in 30. It brings all of the thrill of basketball together with the strategy of backgammon. And I just can't tell you enough about how much fun it is. Each set is handcrafted here in Central Ohio, so head to hoopsters.store, and if there aren't any sets available, you can drop in your email address and we'll let you know as soon as we have some more. That's hoopsters.store. Now on to the show. Alright, hang on, we'll do this in three, two, one, cue coach. Ding, ding, ding! No surprises in the first round of the college football playoff, but who's going to win it all? The NFL playoffs kick off this weekend, and we've got your upset specials. All of this, plus trivia, locks of the week, one last D3 football mascots, and as always, more medium-level sports talk than anybody needs. Everybody, this is Sports Wednesday. We are the Sports Wednesday. Wow. That was unprecedented. That was unbelievable. I mean, those those were lyrics. Those were full lyrics. That was all in. Wow. We are glad. That that was a true jingle. Glad to have you back, Maestro. I know you had some stuff going on last last week, and uh, we're glad to get the live music back on the show. Everybody, this is Sports Wednesday, sports talk for the medium fan. That means we know roughly, vaguely the big storylines, but we get a lot of the details wrong. But that's what makes it fun. Let me tell you who's on the show. First of all, this guy David Blatt. loves David Blatt. It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? <laughs> good. I'm doing really good. And I'll tell you, this is a man that's so cool. He makes an igloo feel like a sauna. That's the maestro. Whoa. This guy's the first person to to, uh, use the word robust in software documentation. He's also got the hairiest forearms this side of the Ohio River. And he's hilarious. So hilarious after three beers. It's BMOC, the big man on campus. Wow, thank you. And those are two true facts about me, in fact. Hairy forearms, very hairy. Hairy forearms, use the word robust in software documentation. (laughs) Ushered in a whole new era of software once I did that. Very robust. So, all right. Well, guys, it's uh, it's glad to all be here again. Yeah. Fantastic thing. I want to remind everybody they can follow the show on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. But the big news is is over on Instagram. I know on the 30th of December, 
we were all pushing hard to get to 100 Instagram followers, and we did it right about 3 o'clock. We topped out around 103 followers. So, Maestro, did we did we have a little backslide? Uh, I think we slipped to 99, but I'm, I'm not sure where we're at right now. I'm going to take a look. I'm going to see where we're at. Well, over on Instagram at Sports Wednesday, and uh, there's lots of, of fun visual content there. We've got three people now contributing to that account. And uh, thanks to everybody who followed us. Uh, Petey, the social media intern, uh, did not lose his job because we hit our goal of breaking 100 Instagram followers by the end of the year. That's fantastic. Yes, we did. We were up to 103 there for a while. That's thanks, nice. thanks, to, uh, thanks to thanks uh, to Mattis as well. A little push, yeah. Thank you, Mattis. Yeah, we had some we had some shout outs. You know, I made an account for my cat and then followed us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with shout outs and cat. Uh, the cat's the sad thing is, I'm not even making that up. That's not a joke. I know that because I follow your cat. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, Sports Wednesday's new format, we're still refining it, but we have a morning commute and an afternoon commute. They're both about 20 minutes long because the average commute in America is about 23 minutes. So we're hoping to fill your commute with medium-level sports talk. Let's get into it. Maestro. You ready? Yeah. All right, nice work. I got a little neo-industrial feel there to the morning commute. That music. one, that that one goes out to Shaft. I don't know if he still listens, but all right. Well, I'll send him a text tomorrow to listen for sure. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, Coach, last week you and I did the show just ourselves, and we were spending all of our time talking about the college football playoffs. Uh, you were sure that Notre Dame was going to prove everyone wrong and win uh, big, <laughs> was your prediction. And then you also said Alabama was overrated and that they were going to be exposed for the fraud they were by Oklahoma. How did that turn out? Hmm. I, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess I was way wrong in Bizarro World. Um, Boy, I'll tell you, uh, uh, Notre Dame is making uh, a believer out of other people other than me because, boy, did they <laughs> – they look like they did not belong at all. Yeah. Let me give you some credit, Coach, where credit's due because this was your – your I will say your most accurate prediction of the entire year that we've been doing this show. You said – uh, Clemson would pull away in the third quarter and it wasn't going to be in. And I think it, they got to 23 to three in the third quarter and it was basically over. And it did. Yeah. Like I was, it, it's funny when I was watching that and, and to be truly honest, I, I wanted it to, I wanted it to be a good game because when you devote yourself to having time to watching a football game, which, you know, when you have that time, you want it to be something that's good. And God, that game played out exactly the way I thought it would. I mean, Notre Dame just looked so lost. I mean, well, on, over on on both sides. On the, yeah, over on the flip side, the the uh, formula that we had for Oklahoma was that they didn't play defense, and that would be tricky against a top rated offense like Alabama. That also proved uh, proved. Yeah, did you watch that game too, Coach? I did, and then and boy, the, the the first basically what Oklahoma did is they spotted them twenty one points, and then they decided to play football because after that point they played them toe to toe and actually beat them um, because they're obviously they. They made a run at the end, but but spotting Alabama 21 points to start the game, I mean, forget it. They had no chance after that. And Kyler Murray, which I want to give a correction. <laughs> I had said Tua, Tuga, Tuga, Tua Togalova, and I said that wrong too. 
uh, won the Heisman. He did not. Kyler Murray won the Heisman. And uh, he looked every bit of it for three quarters, just not one. And boy, Alabama looked like Alabama. Yeah, I, I find it's difficult to win games when you spot the other team 21 points yes. in almost every almost every sport. Hockey, for sure. Oh, definitely hockey. <laughs> and and soccer. <laughs> so, But like whenever I play coach in one-on-one basketball, I spot him 21 points. I still win usually. I think my winning percentage is like 98%. Oh, but, yeah, especially when you, you dunk know. on me. That's right. Yes. Uh, okay, so now we're left with this, and I'm going to just say it, this yawner of a national yeah. championship game. Yes, they're both good teams, but it's like, why do we have the whole season if it just ended up exactly where it keeps ending up, which is Clemson and Alabama? Kind of like the NBA. It is. It is. In fact, I, I was thinking that, Maestro, that you know, Coach complained about the NBA just having a couple of power teams. I think the same is true in college football, but I think it's worse in college football because the NBA at least has some big personalities that can make it interesting. Oh, I agree. And it, like the funny thing is, I mean, you can. It's just like in the NBA, we're getting we're getting fatigue of the of seeing the two best teams, and they are the two best teams. They deserve to be. This game played out exactly how it should. This isn't like March Madness where a number one seed gets upset by a, a smaller team. The two best teams did exactly what they were supposed to do, and we got exactly what was supposed to happen. And I, I got to tell you, no one wants to watch. I just I, I just read a story that the tickets uh, are going almost for face value, even on the the, the, wow. um, the ticket sellers. Like $150 will get you in the national championship game, which last year Wait, most Where's the game? Were, it's in Atlanta. Atlanta. And so most tickets last year were going for 1700. So yeah. it's it is a little early. I mean So I let know. me let me Crazy. let me ask you this uh coach. So Alabama's a five and a half point favorite I looked at today at the latest line. Uh do you agree with that line and if so what does Clemson have to do to win? Cuz so, yeah. I feel like it's Alabama's game to lose at this point. Oh, absolutely. I I think that that line fits perfect. I thought it'd be somewhere right around just under a touchdown, which five and a half, I could see that line moving a little bit by people um, taking Alabama because I think they're going to, I mean, they could easily win by a touchdown. Clemson's got to punch them in the mouth right off the bat. Yeah. They, if they, if they come out flat, look, look what Oklahoma did. Oklahoma had the ball, went three and out or got punched in the mouth right away. And then they didn't do anything to answer. If Clemson doesn't come out and show that they deserve to be there, which they can, but if they look, if that freshman quarterback looks like the stage is too big for him, Alabama is absolutely going to take advantage. He's a advantage. pretty cool customer. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if they play like, you know, like Georgia got off to a nice lead. On mm -hmm. them, and I think, you know, a couple more stops and the Alabama wouldn't have been able to come back. So I think that's where Clemson, I think, is a little stronger than Georgia. But we'll see. That's good. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's stop talking about college football. I think we all know the one big takeaway for for this entire season is that the Ohio University Bobcats were stiffed again by the CFP playoff God committee. I don't know what the hell you have to do, you know, but clearly, clearly there's just, just there. a lot of anti Frank Solich sentiment still in that committee. So were there any I mean, I know we're, we're talking more about the championship game, but were there any bulls that like you guys saw or that you were like damn like that the results were were surprising or that you were like <laughs> i can say impressed one. by yeah so it was texas over georgia i think surprised everybody yeah that did surprise me um i have to tell you what what didn't surprise me or i looked at it and i said i can't believe that that just happened was michigan state seven oregon <laughs> six <laughs> oh what a game <laughs> like wow <laughs> that's what you get for that is seven to six or that or that, oh, that team up north got Pummeled by oh, Florida. Boat raced by Florida. Yeah. And Penn State losing as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, to Kentucky. 
Yeah, they looked flat. Kentucky yeah. came out. Uh, they came out hot. Which they've been. Yeah. We're good this not not a good great year for the Big Ten in bowl games. Yeah, no, so we're if you about, for your about five hundred, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. But the uh, the Ohio Bobcats uh, they manhandled San Diego State. Hell yeah! Shut them out twenty seven nothing. Covered the covered the spread. Oh, by a I'm lot. telling you, I don't know why they weren't in the the playoff. Well, we're gonna have to talk to them. We're gonna have to call, talk to Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, to get them. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about pro football here because the NFL playoffs last week was the last weekend of the season. It kind of came down the wire there for Maestro's Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and he was cheering for the Browns and they didn't come through there on the last drive. It was amazing though seeing that footage of folks staying in in um, in Pittsburgh in the stadium watching it, watching the yeah. Browns game. That was pretty interesting and cool. Yeah, and the players out there on the field and then and then Mayfield threw that interception and you just saw the players like god damn it. God damn Mayfield. <laughs> yep. It's an interesting fact that had the Browns won that opening game that they tied with the Steelers on, then their game against the Ravens would have been for the AFC North title. That that's amazing. Well, that that tie in a lot of ways even it, it affected the Steelers too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, tell us about this coming week. It's Wild Card Weekend, Maestro. You're walking us through. <laughs> I am. Oh, wait a second. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm walking us through. I mean, I, I can't. I can't. I do have the games listed out here. I, you know, this surprising. I will, wait. What? Wait, what? I, what? I, I, I on my AML there. It is surprising, though, that Baltimore sort of moonwalked into the playoffs, and they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Chargers. Is it just the home they're field? home, yeah. Okay. Because they're a division winner, and San Diego is, is it a supposed to be card. cold? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I know those L.A. guys. <laughs> I know Phillip Rivers doesn't like the cold. Uh, he doesn't though. like the cold. Yeah. So they're, they're hoping for snow. Baltimore, uh, three-point favorite. Chargers, man, every time we picked them this year, they came through for us. Uh, Coach, what are, you, what are you thinking there? Well, I mean, if you would ask me if you would ask me three weeks ago about uh, who I would say in this game, I would have said the Los Angeles Chargers, which is the first time I got it right this year. <laughs> nice, um, good job. I'm always like LAC. Who the and, hell is and LAC? If <laughs> and if you would have told me that the Chargers were playing the Ravens without Joe Flacco, and yeah, I would say this is this is going to be a blowout. But boy, yeah. Jackson has turned that team to. I mean, it's gimmicky, but boy. He, that team is a running juggernaut. And yeah. if you're not ready to stop the run, you're going to get beat. So, uh, yeah. boy, I, I got to tell you, I hope the Chargers bring their run defense because it's going to be a long game if they – or a short game because they, they'll uh, run the hell out of them. Yeah, so that's uh, Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson who uh, certainly ran on the Browns. Actually, everybody ran on the Browns. Oh, my God, yeah. The, the Ravens were actually pulling people from the stands and they were getting 100 yards. <laughs> yes. He saved the coach's job too. I think he was so, on the ropes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it is. It is. Uh, and but how about all those shots of Joe Flacco on the sideline oh in the God. big coat? Just just watching the blood drain out of his career. He's like, please kill me, please kill me right now. But you yeah. know he'll get so, picked up. A team will pick him up. I mean, he's yeah. He's got a couple of years left in that arm for sure. Oh, absolutely. So so you guys, uh, what? Who's who's picking Baltimore in this game? I'm picking Baltimore. All right, Maestro picking Baltimore. I, I think the Chargers are going to win, but I, I I don't know. Baltimore's got some mojo right now. God, okay, the games at home. They got a strong defense. Did they, did yeah, they their play, defense is really good. Did they play them already this year? Yeah, well, Baltimore just beat them th- two weeks ago or three mm-hmm. weeks ago. 
So I, I still feel like it's hard to beat a team twice. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think Phillip Rivers, is, this is their year. So I, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Wow, man. Side bet on that? Sure. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, done. I mean, I just... I'm just saying the two of you guys are picking opposite teams and it's a really close line. Yeah. I think you should side bet that straight up. Where are you guys at, by the way? Does somebody owe somebody a six we're, pack? We're uh, even, I think. I'm, let's even. So let's do the sixer. Six All right. Side bet with Actually, coaches Actually, let's in. do a growler. Ooh, we're doing growler. We're going to do a growler. With the fresh bottle. <laughs> the bottle and the growler. Yes, the filled the growler. growler. I love it. From the, from, the new, from the new place. The new place. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm in. Okay. Bet's been made. That's called Maestro taking it to the next level. He really did take it to the next level. Yeah. Very much so. So we have to go there together <laughs> to get it. Okay. Okay. That's a win. Have you been there? Well, yes, I have. Oh, then screw you. <laughs> All right. I wasn't invited. So, <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Speaking of teams that are that are uh, rolling a little bit, the Indianapolis Colts certainly finished strong. They beat mm-hmm. the Titans. Uh, and Maestro's Houston Texans have come through them. Yeah. Come through for him all season. Houston uh, is a one and a half point favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you guys picking? I'm not going to go against Houston. Yeah, see, my, heart, my Houston. heart wants to pick Indy, but I think Houston's going to win this game. Well, here's yeah. the thing well, I think the Colts are going to win, but I can't go against Houston. Oh, it's at Houston. Just for the same reason, for the same reason that like Baltimore, like there's mojo, there's something going on with the Colts and with Baltimore that can't be denied even though as, as much as i i uh houston's I like. you know they're seven and one at home yeah they're, they're they really do like to play in houston I, ah yeah i think i i feel like houston's that's their game there that's another team that is underperformed for at least the past four or five years and if they're gonna if they're gonna they have the stink of playoff collapse yes you know, they do they're like, they're like the Bengals. whenever they're in it's oh. it's difficult to take them seriously what's, what's like the i can tell you right now if, what's if, the colts record though the second half of the season oh really good like they had to one win eight games to get into the playoffs yeah but i, I gotta yeah. tell you bill o'brien if he doesn't win this game i think he he could get fired because yeah. they're they're done being the team that should win they have to be the team that does win and i think this is their year hmm. yeah Good Plenty game. of yeah. vacancies in the NFL this year, for sure. All right, let's talk about the NFC uh, quickly. I'm going to say Seattle at Dallas, Cowboys one-and-a-half-point favorites there. Uh, I'm going to just do spoiler alert. This is my lock of the week. I'm picking the Seahawks, not because I think they're good, but because I so don't believe in Dallas anymore. Oh, that's a good That's a good. It's pick. a great pick. I love this game because I, I just I feel like Seattle's really hitting their spot right now. Yeah. Like Russell Wilson right now is playing like he did three years ago. Um but name another guy on that team right now. You can't because they're just they're they're coming together as a as a unit. I love yeah. Seattle in this game. I, and I, I don't. I'm with you. I don't believe Dallas. And I don't think Dallas. I think Dallas can beat some teams, but Seattle's not one of them. I just don't think mm-hmm. they they sort of mesh. I, yeah. I think I think you, that's a good pick. Um, Pete Carroll does a great job getting his team ready for the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know they've snuck in a couple of years. Uh, at the same time, if Dallas loses, is J- is is Jason Garrett gone? Uh, I still don't know why he has a job. No, he's like the After Marvin Hugh Lewis. After Jackson and Marvin Lewis. I, yeah, I don't know. If he's just, he's constantly mediocre enough that he k- keeps his job. Now, here's the only reason why I think that he keeps okay. his job is that because there's, there's nobody, to, there's nobody left. <laughs> there's so many openings. Yeah. What are you going to, what are you going to fill it with? Yeah. Unless you have someone already in mind. Yeah. And Jerry Jones could, he could have a guy that goes, look, look, if I fire him, are you in? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's back. We're going to get Barry Switzer back. I mean, whatever it's, whatever's working, but yeah. <laughs> Phil Sims. Phil. <laughs> Boomer Sison. Yes. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, last game then has the biggest line. The Philadelphia Eagles made it into the playoffs, defending champs against the Chicago Bears, six point favorites. Uh, I, I just don't think the Eagles got it in uh, the tank. I think at home with that that Bears defense, I think the magic for Philadelphia is probably over. I mean, but in my heart, I, I absolutely am rooting for Nick Foles. I, I just can't not root for that guy. And and uh, you can't root for Nick Foles. No, I can't not not, yeah, not yeah. root for him. Yeah, and that's this you, is actually my my lock of the week. Uh, it's it's for Philadelphia. I think they're going to cover. Oh, oh, I think it's going to be a close nice. game. But you um, like the points to help them out. Yeah, the little yeah, bumpy bump. Yeah. I think it'll yeah. be. I think it'll be Chicago by three. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be tight. It's going to be dirty, messy, <laughs> tight. It's going to be a dirty, dirty messy game. The frozen tundra of I think, Soldier Field. I think, I think folks forget that Philly was the champ last year, and they've Look, got a lot right. of great players. And I think that now that they've sort of made it, they've limped their way into the playoffs. Oh, they had to yeah. win the last three games. But now they've in. got they've got the experience. I don't know. Yeah, Chicago. They were they were underdogs in every game last year. That's right. With a backup quarterback, with Full and Foles is the guy, yes. right? That's right. And so, Coach, I would just say, like, when you say I can't not root for him, that double negative confuses a lot of our listeners who just, uh, they get, so just say, Nick Foles, I can't quit you. Okay, Nick Foles, I can't quit you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Bears and Eagles. And that is the uh, NFL Playoff Preview Wildcard Weekend. I know we'll be talking more about the NFL possibly next week, depending on how BMOC's uh, surgery goes. Uh, Possibly not next week. Uh, But that... (laughs) Brings me to the favorite part of the show right here on the last quarter of the morning commute, and that's the fun spot. Oh, the fun spot. Maestro's week to pick, Maestro. What are we doing in the fun spot? Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I am ready. D3 football Wait, wait. One more time. Oh, man. We had to do, we got to do it one more time. Oh, yeah. All right, you ready? D3 football mascot. <laughs> uh, it is so good. So good. That is the one segment that we do just because we love the theme song so much. Well, but D3 football mascots, let's get it in one last time in 20, in the, in the uh, 2018, 2019 college football season. Oh, you I got something to say there, Coach? Well, when I type it in to, to search it in, in the search bar, in my head, as I'm typing the actual letters, I'm singing D3 football <laughs> mascots. It yeah. something very pleasing. We got to put that out on iTunes. Just Maestro singing that. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, who's so, going first? Who's going first? Uh, all right, how about, uh, how about you there, Maestro? All right, you guys ready? Yeah. How do we do this before? You uh, tell us the name. You of the tell college. us a college and where it is. Oh yeah! All right. It's Blackburn College. Okay, I'm going to ask this first before I guess. Do you already know this BMOC? I do not. Okay, the Black, nice. Blackburn College. It's in Carlinville, Illinois. Carlinville, Illinois. I'm going to say that they are the. Uh, Blackburn Tigers. <laughs> tigers. Yeah. He's going to pick Tigers. It's such an interesting nickname that nobody else has. Correct. The, uh, We're running thin. That's why I'm going with it. The Tigers. All right. I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's the Lumberjacks. 
Ooh, that's good. All right, they are the beavers. Oh, of course, the beavers, the black the beavers. beavers, and their mascot name is Barney the Beaver. Barney, he just got it. Nice stuffed. beaver. <laughs> All right. Coach, what do you got? Okay, so I, I've been through these, so I was asking Maestro. I'm hoping I'm not repeating one, but have I done Loris College yet? Loris. No. Okay. They are out of uh, Dubuque, Iowa. Ooh, Dubuque. Dubuque. Right next to mm. that other place. Loris. I, I have an inkling on this one. You do, don't you? Let, let Maestro go first then. I'm going to say they are... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Hawks. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I think, too. I think they're the Hawks. They are. You get, you're so close. You're so close because they're not just the Hawks. They're the Dewhawks. Dewhawks, like Dubuque? Yes. Like Dubuque? Du- the Dubuque. All right. The Dewhawks. Loris Dewhawks. Dewhawks. Yes. <laughs> the Dewhawks. I'm picturing a hawk with a mohawk. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Dewhawks. It's hilarious. hilarious. It sounds like. Like the name a couple of eight year olds will come up with for their club. Oh, uh, the Duhawks? Let's be the Duhawks. <laughs> All right, guys, you ready for yes. mine? Yes. I, I'm worried that we've done this one before so, as well. Oh, but, don't uh, along, I've been thinking about this school a lot because I've actually seen them play basketball. Sol Ross State no. in Alpine, Texas. Alpine, Texas. Sol, S U L, next word, Ross, R O S S. S O L? No, S U L actually. Okay. So out of Alpine, Texas, they are the armadillos. I wish. Man, the fact that there is not a college in Texas that's the armadillos is criminal. It's criminal. criminal. Uh, I'm going to go with the the rattlers. The rattlers. Good, good. Both good guesses for Texas teams. They're the lobos. Ooh, the lobos. (laughs) The lobo. What is a lobo? Yeah. It's a it's a kind of wolf. Oh, oh nice. yeah, there you go. I did know that. It's actually and it's a it's in, native to Texas and it's very solitary. It only mates once in its life. Oh, I like that. Well, how, do you, how, do you spell, that like, how do you spell that Lobo? L O B O S. Yeah, L O B O S. And so, like, do you know how oh, in like the Los beginning Lo- okay. of Los Lobos? Los Lobos. Yeah. Los Lobos. You know, like how in the beginning of a college basketball season, like Ohio State plays high point and these kind of. Yeah. So Sol Ross State was that team for Texas State when I covered them. Oh, ah. Austin American Statesman. Yeah. So they'd come up once a year, one of the first or second games and Texas State would school them. There you go. Okay. There you have it. And that segment is over. And that was. The what? And that segment was. (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking about the Hoopsters ad coming up. <laughs> Ten three football mascots. Wow. Damn. So good. I can't wait for so next good. football season when we get to do it again. I can't wait. We, we, we are going to be getting thin next year, though. But, but we'll we'll probably have forgotten a lot of these by this year. D3 basketball is fantastic. Right. But or you can also have... It's a subtle change. D2 football <laughs> mascots. <laughs> we got at least in the whole division. So derivative of the original. Yes. Uh, do either of you guys happen to know uh, who won Division 3 for 2018? I, I know the answer to this. Was it division 3. If it's not Mountain Union. It's a great guess. 
Mountain Union lost this year. They were in the final. They lost to Mary Harden Baylor, which is in oh. San, San Antonio, I believe. Ooh. And uh, their D3 championship game is the Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl. Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl. Yeah, he was a coach like in the Newt Rockney era. Yes. And uh, so, so Why does that since sound 1973, so when they started D3 championships, that's 45 years that they've had this. Mount Union has been in it 21 times. Wow. <laughs> and they've won 13 of those. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Talk about fatigue of great teams. That's ridiculous. There was a run where it was Wisconsin Whitewater versus Mount Union like five years in a row. It was literally Cavs Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Where they were, who were they playing, though? They were playing Wisconsin Whitewater. Wisconsin Whitewater. That's it. Yes. Yep. The Warhawks. What? They were playing so, the same so. team over and over and well, over again. Hi, everybody. Let's do a commercial break. Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball themed board game you've never played. Uh, Coach and I invented this game a long time ago, 15 years ago. We recently got our provisional patent on it, and we're yes, going to be bringing sets to market soon. Coach, any updates this week for you? I don't have any still looking into uh, the packaging. It's very fun. Looking into the packaging. Packaging and shipping, everybody. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm retaking that class next week, and so uh, hopefully we'll be cranking sets off off the assembly line by mid-January. I'm mm-hmm. hoping we get 5, 10, 15 sets available by the end of the month. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah. I appreciate that your update wasn't, I had a heart attack because we got our bill from the attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit shocking, but hey, nothing comes for free this, these days, right? Yeah, I don't know. But like with any law firm, and, it, and this has always been the case, they're like, well, it's going to be this much, but it could be less. It's never less. No. And, it's and, exactly what they and, say. And I'm glad that you told me that since you have some yeah. experience with lawyers, because like when I read yeah. that first, I was like, oh, it could be less. And you're like, Matt, it's never less. <laughs> it's never less. It never it never works Isn't out. Isn't it lawyers? Lawyers. Lawyers are liars. We had, it's funny. We had that discussion over uh, Christmas with uh, my wife's family about how you say lawyer. I say lawyer. You say liar. No. No. I say attorney. <laughs> my attorney. Hey, hey, coach. Yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That takes us to the evening commute. Show us how it's done. Sounding great as always on point tonight, Maestro. Well, in the evening commute, we take care of our uh, our ongoing scoreboard for the past year. We talk about locks of the week. Uh, just a reminder, our lock of the week, you can go second mortgage your house and bet one of our locks of the week. Hey, because, last week, you, you would have, have tripled your mortgage last week. Hard to believe. this. Is, we have this not had first, this in right? a long time. I would have to. Uh, no, it's not a first, but. It feels like it. It's been a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's been a long time, right? Kind of like when you when you wore that Southern Miss hat or that old Miss hat. <laughs> and you claimed it was the first time you wore it. You jackass. Yeah. So all three of them came in. I had picked the Colts over Tennessee. Uh, they were actually plus three in that game, and they won. Houston minus six and a half over Jacksonville was Maestro's pick. Uh, listeners to the show didn't hear it last week. Apologies for that, but we didn't get it from Maestro. We actually didn't – we didn't – we're idiots. We didn't text him and say, hey, what's your pick? We'll put it on the show. <laughs> yeah, which would have been smart. And then, Coach, you took uh, – you took. 
this was an interesting flip-flop because you went with West Virginia. Then you remembered their quarterback wasn't playing, so you switched it to Cuse and said you hate that pick. <laughs> and Cuse got it done. Oh, they killed yep. him. Go Cuse. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks aren't important. No, yep. not at all. So here is where we are oh, coming yeah. up towards the mm-hmm. end. Maestro, 104 of 179. Coach 101 of 179 and BMOC 100 of 179. And the bowl game pick which is added to this, and this is, we're almost done with one game left. Coach has 25 points. That's an astounding 95.2% of the games you pick correct, Coach. As predicted, I knew I was gonna, it was going to come down to the end and I was going to lose. Uh, I have 22 points. Maestro has 21. Actually, right now, ooh. Yeah. Right now, if this if this stays, if Coach finishes the bull pick him four points ahead of Maestro, he will win by, by one. one. Oh, oh, epic comeback. Well, I'll but, tell you what. We'll just see. Next show, we will crown the 2018 champion, and we will move on to a fresh slate for 2019. So. Mm. Uh, can I just say that the prize cannot be Zingers? I'm just going to say that right now. Oh, the prize will be Zingers. <laughs> It'll so be zingers. Or you just got zingers, just double circus peanuts, and candy oh, corn on top. No. <laughs> I will pay to have them specially oh, made. God. Oh man, we're gonna form the zingers into a cake and stuff it with circus I wanna, peanuts. I want to change my pick. I want to pick for the championship. I want Prairie View. <laughs> ah, the Prairie Dogs. Yes. Lost of the week. So that brings us to locks of the week. Uh, I know I sort of, uh, I spoiler alerted, I gave up my lock back during the morning commute. As did uh, I. But it's one game only, and it's, uh, you know, it can be against the spread. Guys, I also want to add uh, the over-under to locks of the week, so we can start doing that. Oh, if you're up to yes. Well, you know, I, I was really hoping to, we might need to take a, 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 a different look at the website, too, because I, I was looking at, like, NBA and NHL. Yeah, it only mm-hmm. went like a couple games. Ahead. Yeah, it doesn't go far enough ahead. Yeah, so yeah. it was hard to pick pick yeah. those different sports for this for this week anyway. That's right. Well, last week our money pick, which which is which we wager money against Coach's brother, uh, came in, and so yes. that was a double or nothing bet, and so we are now even with Coach's brother. Is that right? Yes, we are. Yeah, he's not calling you saying, "Where's my money?" <laughs> Plus yet. the vig. Not yet. Okay, so uh, I, as you guys know, I'm, my, my lock of the week, Seattle, plus one and a half uh, over Dallas. Maestro, what was yours? Uh, I, I was taking uh, Philly with the points over so Chicago. Philly plus six over yeah. Chicago. And, yeah. and, and All right, Coach, I'm what's taking, yours? I'm taking Houston minus one and a half over Indy. Whew. All right. I love that pick. All right, guys, how are we going to choose what the wager is this, this week? Okay, so you wait. What was Maestro's was uh, minus? He's taking Philly's the points. Min, Philly minus six or plus six, yeah. And, and you're taking the points against Dallas. Yes, plus one and a half. Hmm. You know what? Here, so we've taken my pick. We've taken yeah. your pick. I think we should yeah. take Maestro's pick. Oh. All right. What do you think? You feel confident? I don't feel confident, but I. I I think with that six points, I mean, I think it can be a really close game. Um, so we're taking the points. But I think my that, brother will take that. My brother will take that bet. Yeah, I think he will so take I think that he'll bet. take that bet. I think it's a good bet because, like I said, Philly's experienced. Chicago's young. They could make some mistakes. Chicago could blow them out. All right, I'm going with it. But I think, I think Philly could potentially win this game. All right. We're going to take Philly plus six. 
All right, Coach, you are instructed to wager $5 with your big brother, Philly, plus six. And there we go. There we go. Not so loving big brother. At some point, if, if if we... you fall into a big hole yes. and like people come and beat you up. We'll put those pictures on Instagram and we'll get way over a hundred followers at that point. <laughs> yes. It might go viral. So, all right. Very good. I'm Maestro. I want to throw, throw you a, a little curveball here. Can you give us some intro music for trivia? Trivia. 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 All right, Coach, you picked the topic. It was wildcard trivia, so why don't you kick us off? All right, mine's very uh, very simple. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I get to go first because I feel like maybe everyone else picked this one oh, too. Ah, don't. <laughs> so mine is how many teams in the modern era, basically since 19, I think it's since 1970, have made the Super Bowl from the wildcard position? Oh, I know this one. You do know this one. I know it too. Uh, yeah. Dang it. But I'll have a second part to it if you can get it. Is it 78 or 70? Could be seventy. Okay. Remember, we're medium sports. Six teams is the answer. That's no. That's Uh, not correct. That's not correct. So since nineteen seventy, ten teams. That is correct. Why is the six so? uh, Why is six connected to this? Six is connected because six of them actually played away games to get to the Super Bowl, and six of them actually actually won won in the Super Bowl. Oh, so. Well, so the question was how many made it to the Super Bowl and how many won? Yes. So how many made okay. it to the Super Bowl? Now here's, I got to start listening. Now here's better. You never listen to me. Here's, That's what JB says too. Here's the second. Mm-hmm. Here's the third part because I was ready for this. Uh, how many of those teams actually had to play all three games? Away? Yes, to get there. Four. Four teams. Wow. Because I was part, it's part of my journey. That's amazing. Let me let me ask you a question. Why would a wild card team not have to play all, all but all games? four of them? Sometimes they win and then they would play. So, so I, and I thought that too, BMOC. So here's the thing: is that not all the teams were wild card teams. They were in the wild card game. game. Okay, there. Oh, you go. I see. From the yeah. wild card spot, basically. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. So some of them were like they won their division, but they were in the wild card yeah, game. Yeah, because like Baltimore is in the wild card game, but they won yeah. their division. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Oh, well, that makes sense. I got gotcha. you. I got Wasn't there a time when the wild card game was actually two wild card teams against each other? Yes. Did that yes. ever happen? Or yes. am I making that up? No. I think in 1990 they added the other one. 2000. Gotcha. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it was later than that. Yeah. So, right. so my question, if I can get up, do you have another part to that? No, that was it. I only okay. have four parts. So my my question can build off this. So oh, this good. is good. All right. So my question is, who's the last team, last wild card team to make it to the Super Bowl and win it out of that group? Mm. I know that too. I think I do know this. Is it? I'm gonna say it was the the Packers. It was 2010. The, you are correct. Oh, but can you say who they beat? I I can. Can you? Be I can team? because it hurts. It still hurts. Oh yes, the Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, funny because I think we all three had the same exact question. My question was, who is the first wild card team to win the Super Bowl? Uh, that would be the Oakland Raiders. Absolutely, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Who yes. did they beat in the divisional round? Oh, the divisional. Oh my gosh, why did you bring that up? Browns, uh, red, red, right, eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Mm. <laughs> oh, I can see it. What year was it? Seventeen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Oakland uh, Raiders. Oh, the Raiders and they beat Jim Plunkett. They beat, beat 
They beat the Eagles. The Eagles. Right? They beat the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Dick Vermeil led. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed all time. Yes. God, Jim yeah. Plunkett, Jim, Ron Jaworski. What a goal. Yeah. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we got to take wild card trivia off the slate for future Yes, we trivia. do. Yes. You know, as soon as I did that, I was like, I, I was looking ahead. I go, oh, it's the wild card weekend. And I said, oh, this is going to be all the same question. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I enjoyed fine. I enjoyed reading about it, though, because it talked about, you know, when the team, when the, the league expanded, like there was, um, you know, expansion in 2002 yeah. and in 1990. There was a lot of history with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, very good. So that's trivia. Before we hand off to Maestro for the final thought, I, I just did you guys know that there is a new football league that is starting in February? The AAC? And, or, yes. Yes. Uh, something like the All-American Conference or something. Yes. And, uh, and CBS is is in on it and they're going to. Yeah, I saw the ads for it. Like I saw yeah. the ads and then I thought it was just a promotion for. More, I thought they were trying to promote more kids to play football. I thought the AAC was some type of organization to get youth football to be more prevalent. And then I right. looked it up and said, oh, my God, this and the XFL are going to be playing as an – we're going to have three football leagues. Wow. I yes, it's the, the Alliance of American Football. And I looked at the teams because uh, I always want to see the team names and stuff. They're all really southern teams, right? Like I think sense. Colorado – is the most North Point. Yeah. Uh, so some of these teams are Atlanta Legends, mm. Birmingham Iron, the Memphis Mud. Oh, <laughs> bad. No, that's that's fake, right? That's fake. It's the Memphis Express. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, I like the Mud better than the Express, though. Yeah. Orlando Apollos. You know, he's the sun god. He rides his chariot <laughs> across the sky. What? All right, here I like this team because I feel like the owner's bully older brother named them the Arizona Hotshots. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. how you doing there, Hotshot? Hey, Hotshot, what's up, Chief? <laughs> Chief says that ain't it. Yeah. All right, Salt Lake City Stallions. That doesn't make sense. San Antonio Commanders, and uh, what I think my nomination for the actual worst name here. The San Diego Fleet. Oh, uh, oh, of, that's really bad. Stuff? I think of like Fleet Week and a bunch of naval men running around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's bad. And, well, folks, it's time for final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Maestro. So yeah, um, I don't really have a defined final thought. I will say I I, I toiled with. Talking about Urban Meyer, but we've been there, done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, my heart was kind of with talking about Tyler Trent. I know um, mm-hmm. that's an emotional thing that happened at, in sports. Yeah. And, you know, he passed just yesterday, I think. Yep. Uh, um, but where I'm going with this, I think I'm, I'm going to be selfish, going to be more, a little bit more personal. It's actually a final thought that I've had already, but I wanted to touch upon it again because I, it really, really – uh, hit home in a lot of ways the, the, over the last week. And it's really just talking about sports in general. And I think folks get really sort of passionate about sports. But for me and, and in my life, it's 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 been just about like, a, you know, just like a common denominator, right? Mm-hmm. With whether it's with, uh, you know, family or, you know, parents or I don't know. But like, you know, when things are going on and, and you're sort of looking for that escape, 
you know, sports mm-hmm. is one of those things that sort of steps up and you don't have to put a whole lot of thought into it. No. You can just put it on and sort of veg out, um, take a nap. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's not, you know, you watch a movie and sometimes you get emotions or whatever, but with sports, I think it could be, it could be anything. It could be soccer, football, baseball, but you put it on, folks can sort of escape and you can escape either on your own or you can escape with whoever you're watching it with. And, um, I've really, I really leaned on sports, um, the past week I was, you know, um, you know, out, out of town, I was, you know, with my brother and and sisters and, you know, it was after a long days, um, you know, emotional days. And we just, we put the game on. Yeah. And I don't even know what game we watched. Wouldn't matter. we, We put it on and it was just like, you know, you sort of edge out and we just, just let your mind sort of go. And so I wanted, that's my final thought. You know, like I said, I brought this one up before, but it hit home. Um, you know, I think we watched a, a Tottingham Wolves game oh. in the EPL. I think we watched a couple bowl Tottingham. games. Like I said, I couldn't tell you the, the final score, but man, they were fun to watch. Yeah. And it, um, but you nailed that one. It is. It's, it's the great escape. And, yeah, and Meister, as you know, we, we all our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family as you were going through that. Um, I the first time that this really hit home for me, I remember was when I must remember uh, Bucklews, where we both worked in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I took the train from there to a Yankees game, so it was the first time I went to Yankee Stadium out in the Bronx, and. It was just amazing because it was such a menagerie of different people from different walks of life and everyone just talking baseball about the game the whole way out there, the whole way back. And I was just like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody has a story like that because I remember when I was in Kansas City, I was living there that summer by myself and I went to several uh, Royals games by myself and I would sit out in general admission or a general, you know, general admission and basically show up early, go for BP and you'd hang out with those people. And it is, it's a bonding experience with complete strangers, your best friends, your family, everything. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's this, and and for a moment, it doesn't matter where you stand. You can have a friendly argument about a player or something, but it is, it's an absolute escape, you know, and and you have to appreciate that. Coach, uh, when, when, do you go to baseball games alone because you are in fact, (laughs) A baseball, a baseball guy. guy. A baseball guy. Yeah, that was probably. Um, do you score the game when you go by yourself? Uh, not every time, but I have. <laughs> I yeah. enjoy doing. No, that's. I mean, I I've gone to games on my I, own. I've even listened to games on the radio when I've scored. Yeah, I love. If, I do enjoy that. I, if, if I were to go to a game, baseball game by myself, I would score it. Oh, I mean, and, it, and I got to tell you, someone said that to me, and there's two things. Like one about going to a movie by yourself or a baseball game. And they're like, "Oh, you went to a baseball game by yourself," and I said, and it was unbelievable like there are times where like if you knew you were going with people and you ended up going by yourself okay but if you choose to go by yourself you're in that mindset that's what you're there for i mean talk about paying attention to the game it could be a nine to one game but you're totally focused in on the game it's i'm actually at a game right now recording this while i'm scoring the game yeah (laughs) very good I, i will say you know to uh to lighten the mood a little bit and since we're talking about baseball um i'm gonna add a a second final thought and that is Final thoughts. And that is that uh, for Christmas this year, both of my <laughs> unprecedented, both of my sons got new gloves for a baseball for their, for their spring summer teams. And they were super excited about it. That's awesome. And so like, you know, for me that, you know, they usually get video games and clothes and yes. stupid, stupid stuff, but like they were really excited about their gloves. 
And I thought that was cool. That is very cool. Do they still like use glove oil? Is that still a thing? Oh yeah, glove oleum. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. to work it in oh, and yeah. start getting it out there. Yeah, working in a new glove is one of the few, oh. really unique pleasures in life. <laughs> it really is <laughs> unique pleasure. That is amazing, but it really is. All right, so uh, Maestro, I want you to go ahead and queue up here for the close. Uh, and uh, just before we go, I want to let everybody know that Sheffield Wednesday, the official soccer club of Sports Wednesday, uh, hired a new coach. <gasps> oh, they, hired, they did. They hired the uh, inimitable Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. 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 Yeah. Sheffield so, Wednesday. Uh, I, you know, I love uh, a coach with, with two first names. I think that's great. And uh, let's, let's, let's hope the Wednesday uh, turns things around. God, I hope so. <laughs> All right, Maestro. Coach, you want to call it? All right, everybody. Go ahead and find that David Blatt bobblehead. Look him straight in the eye. Pat him on the head and say, good night, governor. Sports Wednesday is done. Bruce. Earl Bruce. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody. Good times.